So yeah, it's where's he running to? I think the question is why is he running? Yes, exactly like you're saying. I think the bigger question here really is, why is he running? In this week's parasha in Parashat Masay, welcome back to everyone who's reading the Torah outside Eretz Yisrael, who will also be reading this week Matok Masay. We find the story of Arei Miklat, of designating the different cities across Eretz Yisrael for a situation in which somebody accidentally or non-intentionally killed someone else, and then that murderer, that person, has to run away quickly towards those cities to be in those cities before the blood relative of that person who was murdered will get to him and have the chance to kill him in return. Now, you really have to ask, what is this idea of the Arei Miklat? Why does the person, why does the murderer have to run all the way there in order to save themselves from the blood relative for not killing them? Why not just say the blood relative can't kill them? Why allow the blood relative to kill the murderer before a court case is happening? Why even allow for that to happen? But on top of that, even if you want to say that the Ir Miklat is some sort of a prison, some sort of a punishment for the murderer, I understand that as an out come to the court case as something that happens after as we see that he is returned to the Il Miklat if needed. But you really have to ask, why does he have to run to there even before the court case happens? Why does he have to lanus Why does he have to go there? We know that the idea of prisons already existed. We know it from Sefer Bereshit that Yosef was in a prison. So why are we forcing the murderer to run away to these cities before the court case is happening? What is this idea of Arei Miklat? What is this idea of having the murderer run away to there right away after this terrible incident of murdering someone happened. It's very interesting. I think to really understand this, we need to understand what's the whole story with someone who kills by accident, meaning why is there any punishment? If it's an accident, let's just leave him alone. If it's something he did wrong, then let's have a clear punishment. What exactly is this sort of in-between case of someone killing by accident? And I think there are two sides to this. There are two things that the Torah wants from this person. Because a person who kills by accident is basically someone who says, oh, you know, I didn't mean to do it. It just, it just happened. Things just happen. And the Torah says, no, things don't just happen. And there's two levels to the fact that things don't just happen. A, you have responsibility for your actions. You have to look at the outcome of the things you're going to do. If you do something and say, oops, I by mistake killed someone, there is no oops about by mistake killing someone. Watch what you're doing. Be cautious. And we also know that halachically, not every case of someone causing someone else's death is considered a shkaga. We're really talking about someone who should have thought two steps forward, and he didn't. He didn't intend to kill someone, but he didn't take the measures needed to avoid. And that's the first part. And the second thing is, on a spiritual level, no, there are no coincidences. If this happened to you, as it says in Sefer Shemot, Ve'elo, Hashem turned things so this would happen to you. So you need to ask yourselves, why me? What did I do wrong? Why did this happen to me? Why was I a part of this terrible thing? Those two aspects, recognizing that things aren't a coincidence, the things that Hashem brings before you are not just a coincidence. And the other side of you recognizing that what you do, you have responsibility for. It doesn't just happen. Things happen as a result of your planning and thinking ahead. Those two things are exactly what this person Person needs to learn and these are the lessons he needs and that's why the next step is he escapes the word nas means to run away to run where it doesn't matter you're escaping from you're not escaping to but the words that repeat themselves over and over and over again here are the words venas shama run away to this is exactly what you don't understand you need to not just again just run away just escape think about where you're going think about where things in life are going to take you 
Start focusing on the fact that what you do now has a goal. Start focusing on the fact that what you do now affects tomorrow. Think, plan where you're going to go. And that's what the Torah says. You need to set these places for this person who's just running all over the place. He's not running anywhere. So he has a place to run. And I think this concept shows up again and again in the words in the Parsha. Because when the Torah says that you need to set up these six cities, it uses a fascinating word as we see in Rashi. It's a word that can mean two opposite. Vehikritem, which means also mikre, coincident. But we know the Torah uses this word exactly for the opposite. Hikra lefanai, as Rashi brings. When you plan something, when Hashem brings something before you, it's not a coincidence. It's taking a coincidence and flipping it around and recognizing a coincidence isn't a coincidence. In other words, what you're doing with these cities is exactly that, is taking someone who sees everything as a coincidence. It just happened. I didn't mean it. I didn't know. And saying there is no coincidence. There's no coincidence from a spiritual level. There's also no coincidence from your level. You need to plan. You need to think ahead. And we see the same concept at the end, that this person needs to stay in this city till when? 10 years, two years, 30 years. We don't know when the Kohen Gadol dies. What type of punishment is that? You know, a punishment should have, you know, if he did this much bad, it should be this much of a punishment. And it's this sort of strange punishment where it could be half a year, it could be 50 years. We don't know. And we also see that when we talk about the Kohen Gadol, we call him the Kohen Gadol, the concept of choosing the Kohen Gadol, the concept of someone being chosen to do a certain job. Those two aspects are exactly there. On the one hand, look, the Kohen Gadol is a Kohen Gadol because he was chosen for it, because it was planned. You need to start planning your life. You need to start thinking ahead. You need to start looking where you're going and not just running anywhere. And two, you think everything's just a coincidence, then you know what? Your punishment's also a coincidence. You may be there for half a year, for 50 years. We'll see. We'll see what happens. No, Hashem runs this world. There's a time for everything. There's a time for this. There's a time for that. Things that happen to you, happen to you for a reason. It's time for you to start doing some introspection and asking yourself, why did Hashem bring this before me? What does this mean for me? What do I need to change in my life as a result of this? And you mentioned jail. This is in jail. The Torah doesn't believe in jail and just taking someone with his problems and closing him behind bars. The Torah believes in education. This is a process of educating this Rotsach Mishkagah, this murderer, seeing what his weaknesses are, what he's missing, and the mitzvah he needs to do and the punishment maybe he needs is deeply connected to where he's at in life and where he needs to go. Yes, I agree with what you're saying. Really, the point over here is not the blood relative that can do to the murderer whatever he wants to do to him, but it's more about the murderer himself and what that person has to do now and the real point over here is that he has to lanus and just like he cut a life in the middle abruptly out of nowhere same thing he has to stop his life stop everything he's doing stop the whole life he had until now and change his course and go somewhere else go somewhere new stop his life abruptly just like he stopped others life in order to get meaning into his life in order to set his life back into a direction with meaning like you're pointing out the idea of lanus is running away from something but every single time we see the concept of Lanus, of running away in this parshia over here, it's with Lanus Shama. It's you're running away from 
something, but with a direction, with a purpose, you are going somewhere new where that place will give you a direction, where that place will give you a purpose. Like we know also that in these Arei Miklats, that those are part of the cities that the Leviim had, the Leviim, the Shevet that was in charge of reminding Amisel of their purpose, the, the Shevet that was the teachers of Amisel that were there to remind Amisel every single day what they have to do, what they have to fulfill in the world. That's where that person has to go to. That's what the person has to do now with his life and straighten his life towards that direction now. And also, you know, thinking about this concept of Lanus, we have to look at the broader Parsha around us, Parashat Masay, because like we do in these videos all the time, this concept of Lanus actually connects to other places in the Parasha. And like you were saying, the concept of Lehikarot, the same way you have to designate cities, but from this concept of Mikre, of coincidence, but actually not a real coincidence, but actually having it guided and planned in advance as a response to the person who had a coincidence, who didn't plan anything, who something happened to him by coincidence. The same thing also with this concept of Lanus. Lanus is the Shoresh of Nas, of Nun Vav Samech. Vav sometimes drops out and then we're just left with the Nun and Samech. And when you're running away, when you're Nas from something, but you're running away with a purpose, with a direction, with a place you're going to, just like Abraham Avinu didn't run away, but he left his land to a place that Hashem was going to show him, a place that he was looking at in order to get towards to, a place that he saw from afar, that he knew that that's also where he has to do the Akedah. So when you take that concept of Lanus, of Nas, but together with your eye, together with your sight, together with what you're looking at, you're getting to the concept of Nasav, Nun Samech of the Shoresh, which is the Shoresh of Mas'ei, of Masa'ot, of a journey, of what this Parsha is about, the Parsha that begins with all the different stops Am Yisrael had in the desert. Because when you think about the 40 years of Am Yisrael in the desert, you can think about a nation of people, they were just strolling around, they were just walking around with no purpose, with nothing going on, just 40 years of nothing. We really don't know much of what happened during those 40 years. We skipped most of them in the middle. But on the other hand, the Parsha this week tells us that that journey in the desert had a purpose. Every single station, from one station to the next, from one station to the next, until they got to Avot Moab, until they got to the place where they're about to enter Eretz Yisrael. All this wandering around the desert wasn't without a purpose. It had a purpose. It had a meaning. It had stations. It was a journey. It was a Masa. It was a Lanus. It was to run away, but with looking forward, with looking towards a designated direction, a designated destination that you need to get to. That's what a Masa is. That's what a journey is. That's what a walk with a purpose is. And this is maybe what the Rotzeach Bishgagah has to go through over here. He has to lanus, avalanus shama. He has to take his life. There was all confused up with meanings, was all messed up with purposes. And he has to straighten himself out now again towards living a life of a journey, that a journey that has a purpose, that has stations in it in order to get to a final destination. You know, maybe this can also explain the second Pasuk in our parsha. Where we start with Moshe writing where they came from and their journeys. And these are their journeys from where they came from. What is this going back and forth? The journey where they came from, where they came from, the journey, what is it trying to teach us? But maybe it's teaching us this, that a journey truly is about where you're gonna go. Yes, when Moshe sat down and wrote it, he started with where they were coming coming from and then where they got to. But then when we summarize, we say these are their journeys from where they came from because what matters is where your journey is going to. It's not just about leaving somewhere, it's about going someplace. This concept is exactly what the Rotech Bishkan guy is living his life without. It just goes places, it just happens. Things just happen, things just occur. There's no goal, there's no purpose. I'm not focused on what's the outcome. And this Parsha is about saying, 
saying that we need to focus on our journey. We need to focus on where we want to go to. The journey is not only about what we left, but it's mainly about where we get to and where we're going to. That's what this journey is about. And maybe that's why this Parsha fits here into the Parsha of Masay, as you were saying. Very good. Really, the whole Parsha is maybe about this idea of no coincidence in the world of going to a place with a purpose, having a purpose in your own personal journey, having a purpose in our journey as a nation. We are now in the three weeks. We are here standing in Eretz Israel after so many years of Galus ourselves, of being in Galut ourselves, going through that journey. And we're now finally at these Bezrat Hashem final stations before the final redemption is going to come. And just like the we can't look at these things as a coincidence. We can't take them for granted. We have to understand and remind ourselves that there's a purpose behind them, that there's a meaning to everything that's happening and appreciate what's going on. And because of that, there's also a meaning to everything we do and we should do in this world in order to continue walking this journey to get to that final destination. These are things that we have to keep on reminding ourselves because sometimes we forget them here in 2022, how lucky we are to live in this generation, to live in these times. But as usual, we're out of time, so we'll have to end here. If you've enjoyed this video, feel free to share with your friends. Comment below on YouTube. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, please consider subscribing. And shkoyach, Yitzi. Shkoyach, Tuvia, Shabbat Shalom. Shkoyach to you, Shabbat Shalom. And we'll talk again next week.